Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. And wow, what an episode we have coming up for you guys, which I'll tell you about in a minute. It's with Iman Idama, and it's, well, he has one incredible story. So before we get into that, can I just say that I'm, I'm uneasy because I'm on the late, late tomorrow night, which is always kind of stressful because, you know, the idea is to sort of be funny, but you have to do that, you know, in a conversational way. And, you know, it's not 100% natural. It's not your normal environment. And while the late, late live crowds are always great, they're quite far away from you. And, you know, they're from like all over Ireland. They're not like a stand-up crowd. So, you know, there's always the possibility that they could tighten up on you. And then that comes across kind of awkward on TV. Um, and, you know, it's fine. You know, you can kind of, you can take over a bit as a comic on the late, late and just sort of grab it, grab it and run with it yourself. But, you know, there's just a lot of variables that make it more stressful than a normal show. So, excuse me, excuse, I can't believe I just yawned on the podcast, oh God, I feel terrible, but anyway, I'm doing the Late Late Promoting Mia Mama, my new show about my mom, so I'm talking about my mom in the Late Late, so to double up on my stress about the Late Late is the fact that I'm also talking about my mom, difficult subject matter, and I don't want to come across as uh, you know, searching for sympathy while at the same time I don't want to come across as flippant about grief. So I got a lot going on in my mind. Um, and you, you know, you, you have a lot of pre-chats with the researchers. You know, you, you flip back and forth about how these things are going to come across. And I would prefer to just talk. I'd be happy to just answer the questions, you know, but that's not how it works. And the prep of it actually makes me more anxious than the actual sitting down and doing it. So, that's going on. And I went to Turin to visit my little cousin Bella. And I just got back today. And uh, I was under pressure to do an app because I want to keep this going. So I text Iman, who had done the Des Bishop work experience, Des Bishop work experience, Jesus, that's a tired brain right there, Des Bishop's Ireland, kind of an experiment that we did a few years ago, sort of 
kind of political satire slash daily show type take on the Irish issues of the time. And even, oh God, I wish I wasn't obviously so tired for you guys. It's, I, 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 I'm, I'm giving it my everything, guys. I am not being lazy, but for some reason I'm getting a bout of yawning. So, Eman was a great guest on uh, Des Bishop's Ireland, and I texted him today to see if he had what I thought would be an hour to spare, and it went a little longer than that. So, Eman had a much more difficult childhood than I realized. In fact, I didn't know he had a difficult childhood at all, other than his mother was a born-again Christian. What transpired in our conversation was he had a horrific childhood. That is not why I asked him to come over. I literally wanted to joke around about him being from that first generation of immigrants' children uh, to Ireland. He came to Ireland from Nigeria when he was seven. And I was going to talk to him a little bit about that and that experience. And then he started talking about his mom. And there's a lot of abuse there. So I don't want to give away too much of the story, but... Uh, I just want to clarify a couple of things because I don't want you to get too confused early on because I think Iman was, you know, he was bouncing around a bit, but like there's a lot. He's bouncing around a bit. He's dis He's dyslexic, which he talks about. And I also think, which came out right at the end of our conversation, he has a bit of a... Um, uh, like a like a physical reaction to being honest about some of the stuff he talks about, and that might come across as like uh, strange to you guys, just in terms of the listening experience. So I just wanted to point that out in advance, just so you don't get distracted, and just so it doesn't force you to not stick with it, because it is a bit of a it is a bit of a journey in this conversation, perhaps varying levels of comfort with the subject matter um and possibly i'm over explaining it but you know i i i just i, I you know i'm aware that it, it might be confusing at the start so i just want you to to not panic about that and just to stay with it and and, and allow the the journey to happen also there was one confusing thing you know iman he jumps around with dates and stuff like that which which is fine but like at times you know, like they might not totally match up, you know, because he's like having these quick memories. So don't get too hung up on the on the dates. And also, because he jumps back and forth, later on in the story, he talks about his stepsister, Frankie, who is actually his half-sister. Uh, and, and he makes that clear later on when because it's it was bugging me that I didn't quite understand who Frankie was but just so you know when he starts talking about Frankie it's his half-sister that he has had a, a, a long-distance relationship with throughout his life but she is uh, his mother's daughter from a previous relationship I'm only telling you that in advance so that you don't get confused when he brings her up because she sort of bounces in out of nowhere and i'm saying all this just to make it clear that iman is i guess slowly throughout the conversation getting more comfortable revealing more stuff and perhaps he wasn't really 
on top of, you know, completely in control of what was coming out of his mouth early on. And I think he, 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 he gets, he calms down into it. With that in mind, I'm very grateful for Iman being so honest. And I just think that his story is really heroic. And uh, it's quite the tale of survival. And honestly, it's hard. It's not hard. It's weird for me to be introducing the story like this because I had no idea when I asked him to come over that this would be coming out. And I'm, I'm still affected by it. You know? And, you know, and I think about my own troubles with my own mother and I... God, it pales in significance so hard that I almost question any, and I know this is bullshit because you can't compare, but I, I just, I honestly, I don't know how he survived it. So I don't want to say anymore. I, I, that was more of a housekeeping thing just to make sure that you guys, you know, were on top of it. And, you know, he speaks quick and stuff. So like at times you're not going to be completely able to understand. Don't, don't let that get you down because it, it all gets clear, and I, I double check on things throughout the conversation just to, just to make it clear in my mind. Um. So yeah, this is a, an unexpected conversation with Iman. Well, welcome, welcome to the Des Bishop podcast. Happy to be here. I put a lot of thought into, and you're in my house too. I know. It looks amazing. Not know? really, bro. It's it looks. It looks big. This is like my room. <laughs> And everything included. So. Oh, you mean the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in the sitting room, but it's in Rialto, so it's not that fancy, you know? Oh. So, thanks. You got me out of a jam. I only messaged you today. Yeah. I was in Turin Airport, and I messaged you to see, because we're trying to keep the podcast going on the oh, regular. Oh, yeah. You know, I keep the shift. I got this other podcast goes regular on a Monday. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this going regular on a Friday, and I was like, God damn it. Friday came around pretty quick on me. And <laughs> you're like, I have nobody booked in. Well, no, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, I had you on the the TV show back in yeah. what was that, 2016? 2016, yeah, yeah, you that know, was we fun. Were, yeah, well, it was fun, but it's quick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was very short, though. Was it like? It was yeah, very yeah. Short it's a the, short uh, interview, and you're like an interesting guy. Oh, thank you. You, know? <laughs> you were first supposed to say that. You know, you know. Come on, you, you. No, I mean, well, whatever. You're just you're 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 just a guy. You're just a comic, like like all the other comics. I yeah. get it, but for me personally, yeah, and. You know, I don't know if if this could be construed as offensive, <laughs> but it's interesting to me because, you know, I remember the beginning of like Nigerian immigration to Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, seeing, you know, when you became a comic and you're like a, you know, like a, a mature man, I feel like, wow, like time flies. Look oh, at this. You know, thank you're, you. The, you really, but you really are, you know. You really are the the you're the first generation of Nigerian kids Come, that grew up in yeah. Ireland. Yeah, true, true. You yeah, guys a lot of people say that to me. A lot of people say that to me. You're like, oh, Iman, 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 and well, you're the first black comic, and I'm like, there's a few of us, you know. Yeah, no, no. I I I think there's like. I, I think a few of you have few come of, of yeah. age, not yeah. just in comedy, but in hip hop, everything. Yeah, other area of the arts, and obviously, you know, other than creative people, you know, just like <laughs> I, I, I was really speaking more in general terms of the fact that you are part of that first generation. Oh, thanks. thanks. I mean, I guess you could say first generation of immigrants, kids, really. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I feel like 
the Nigerian community was like a very specific group that came, yeah. I guess, from the mid nineties on. No, yeah, right? the ninety early nineties. Oh my god. Yeah, from the early nineties. So so let me get a bit of background on you. When did yeah. you, when, when did your parents come here? My parents came here when I was like I think I was like seven. Oh, so you were seven. So you I remember seven, immigrating? Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. It was weird. And you're from what part of Nigeria? I'm from a place called Lagos. Oh, you're Lagos, from this Nigeria. Lagos. Yeah, yeah Lagos. Main Lagos city. city. Not the, the capital, city. Yeah, not the capital, but the main city. Which is city. A, a great, uh, easy to get wrong question mm. on like a table yeah, quiz. Yeah, of course, yeah. What is the capital of Nigeria? Everybody writes Lagos. Lagos, you're like, no, Abuja. You're like, ah. Yes. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big fuck up, a potential fuck up. How the hell did you know that? Well, because I fucked up before. <laughs> you, learn, you learn from your mistakes, you know? But anyway, uh, so you, you, you came when you were seven, so yeah. you remember that. Yeah, I remember. Um, it was weird because, like, it was weird because, um, because when it comes to my mom, right, it's very African. She's like a proper African lady, like a Nigerian stereotype, loud, like praise, like Ev- like everything has to do with God. Everything got to come back to Jesus in the circle. Yeah, like she's very that. Nigerian Christian, right? Oh my God, bro, you get me? So, and, uh, so like we go on the plane, right? I remember this. We go on the plane, and um, and um, and um, like like uh, was it was it what's it called? Um, like what's it called when the plane shakes? A oh, turbulence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just turbulence, right? And she literally pulled out a Bible from a bag. I started praying, and I just looked at my sister. We we're like, "Oh, not this." <laughs> She's like, "Pray." We we're like, "Oh, sir, we're gonna pray too." So we're gonna join in, okay? So we we're doing that. It was weird, man. And then, like, it was cold. I remember this. It was freezing. Like, first from um, from from like um um from or, like Dublin Airport, right? And yeah. So we landed, and like it was cold. Like as yeah, in, well, like, I gotta think that we were not expecting that cold. Like they were. In, Do like, you remember what time of the year you arrived? I think it was in October, November. Right. Period, and it was like. And you'd never been out of Nigeria before. Never been out of Nigeria, never. So it was like proper freezing. So like we were like, "What is this?" And we just start taking clothes like from our bags and start just pulling it on, like <laughs> more clothes on, more clothes on, more clothes on. We're like, "Okay, this is good enough." Taxi, <laughs> get a taxi. Can, can you can you remember? Other than cold, can you remember any of those first impressions that jump out at you? Yes. Um, the first night, first thing I actually saw was, wait, wait, no. Um, the first night I did was um, um, like when I went to Tesco's because, um, because, um, and because the Nigerian embassy, and it's like, is like near RTE. Yes, out there in yeah, Dublin that, 4. It, Dublin 4, yeah. So yeah, yeah. the first time I remember was like, oh, sure, let's go to Tesco. I we went to Tesco and we were like, what is this? Let's get some Nigerian food. They have no Nigerian food, right? <laughs> Just no, like, no yams. No yams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yams. I'm like, Come on, man. I read huh? Things Fall Apart by Chanua Achebe. Ah, you are well read. Come on, you man. I had well to read it for read. high school in New York. Oh, really? Things fall apart, but they eat pounded yams. <laughs> yeah, pounded yams. I was like, this is just not in here. What's this? Oh, look at this stuff. Like, it was weird. It was really weird. And then we are. Um, we Where'd are, you move to? We uh, got moved to a place called Kildare. I'm saying it wrong. Kildare. Yeah, you moved like to Kildare. Kildare Town. Yeah, yeah. Like Kildare Town. We moved there. And it was weird. It was yeah, like, you moved to an Irish country town from Lagos. Yeah, proper, like, weird as in, like, I was, like, just fields and fields and fields. And then school was weird. Sure. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> just, just before we get into that, 
Do, do you? Why did your parents leave? Because my mom, uh, my mom was um, um, like trying to um, like trying to go to. She was trying to go to like a different place because she was like, I don't think, uh, I don't think um, Nigerian is gonna suit us. And I'm looking at her saying, "You are the most African lady that I know." And you're saying Nigeria will suit you. Let's go somewhere else. But I, but I assume she meant like the corruption. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "It won't suit us." Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. What did your dad? Much... What was what, what did your dad do? My dad was he used to sell drugs. He used to like um, like move drugs in. Um, she used to move drugs to um, to freaking Italy. Just move drugs to Italy. Oh, oh, so your your dad didn't come with you guys? No, he was doing a, he was doing a business deal in Italy, like literally, like it was a drug dealer. Oh, like really? Italy, yeah, in Italy, he was doing drugs back and forth, like as in like a big drug dealer. And then stuff happened, and then he passed. Oh, he know? died? Yeah, and then we were like, we need to move <laughs> because was he murdered? Yeah, think so, think so. Like my mom, just casual, my mom just like, said, yeah, my, dad was... um, um, my mom just said he's dead because like everybody was crying, everyone knew, but like it was just like, oh, you man, your dad's passed away, but like. Eh, but like, um, okay, but like everyone was talking that he sold drugs, he got killed because of the drug. I was like, okay, so we're oh, like, so you remember move. that too? Yeah, I remember that too. I remember but do you remember too. your dad? Yes, he was taller than me. He was very flashy, as in gold watch. Him, um, okay, like, uh, okay, like goes to um, like restaurants and like just tip, tip like right. waiters yeah. a lot, of, like crazy. And you're like, what are you doing? He's <laughs> like, don't worry. Yes, and also, I have step step brothers, which I found out, I think five years ago, in Nigeria. Or yeah, yeah, in Nigeria, and um, like because of my dad, he had like a, he had like a, he had like second family, on the sly. Yeah, and like they keep messaging me on Facebook, and be like, hey, and I'm like, you are not meant to be here. My dad was out here messing around. Why are you messaging me? I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, okay? Well, if, they, if they're looking for your credit card number, they're probably not, <laughs> yeah. they're probably not your stepbrother. <laughs> Can you send us a few laptops? <laughs> what the fuck? Is that what you said? <laughs> like, you messaged me first time you want a laptop. May, what's so how, how did they? I, I, how did they find out about you? Um, I have like a lot of cousins and stuff, right? And um, like a lot of my cousins or like y'all talk about me like Iman is a comedian he's a successful I'm like guys stop saying successful just say <laughs> let's just say comedian okay like, he's winning in the white man's world I am not winning people can you chill out on that so yeah so like then we're like oh Iman then they find me on Facebook I was like oh, oh my god right. yeah and now they now they send me messages on a daily so what is what is it like to be a seven year old Nigerian boy that suddenly ends up in a national school in Kildare it's different because yeah. People talk back to their teachers. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? You are going to die. You, If you try that in Nigeria, she will beat you the hell up. She will call your mom. They will come in and beat you with her watching. And I was like, kid, just say, fuck off, miss. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> are you, I used to just look at him saying, I'll pray for you. But you want to leave to tomorrow. And like kids were just doing that regularly. And in my head, I was just like shocked. I was like, why? is this keep going kids are so rude to like your teachers and i'm like interesting this is very because i got beaten like no like as in beaten be as in i'm gonna kill you type of beating you get me so i was yeah. like why are kids so brave in this country 
And afterwards, like that's where I learned that, oh, okay, you can get away with murder in here. And like not what happened. And did you start to act out then yourself? Nope. I couldn't take the chance. <laughs> my mom says he's like, try it. Try it and you die. And you're like, I everybody could tell she meant it. You know, she's like, she's like, you try it, I'll kill you. And you're like, yeah, she but probably how, would. Did you make friends quick or like I did. Well, by oh, the yeah. way, were you the first Nigerians in the school? <laughs> Oh, sorry, was it just you and your mom, by the way? It was me, it was me and my mom and my sister. Oh, your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I, I thought you had a sibling. Yeah, yeah and she already. was she was a good student. She was this, she was a good student. Younger in or school. older than you? Older. Oh, older. Older, okay. yeah. Like she was a smart kid in school. Everyone loved the teachers. We were so happy about oh, Susan is great. Susan is the shit. Oh, Eam and B just like Susan. And you're like, I'm not Susan. Okay, you're different people. But like, ev- like everyone loved her. And, and and like then it came to me and it came to me and like turned into like a crazy kid. I was just cheeky, just funny, just like totally different from her. Like I yeah, hated sure. school, you know. Oh, you hated school. I hated school. Why? Why is because I found out two months ago that I have dyslexia. Oh really? Two months ago I found this out. You know, they all and go told my mom. We think you also have dyslexia in school. Like that was in school. And she said, Don't worry, I'll pray for him. <laughs> so literally, I didn't know till I'm like two months ago that oh, I have dyslexia. And like that actually got to me like in school because in school, like you have to read out loud, you know, you yeah. have to spell your name, you have to do I could not spell like the place I lived because it was so you're like I couldn't spell like the address. You get what yeah. like it was oh that used to frustrate me. Oh, that's me. tough. Aiden went through all. Really? Of, Aiden went through all of school not knowing he was dyslexic. As well. He only found out in adulthood. Yeah. Die. Like you should listen. To, long time ago, I did an episode on this podcast oh. with Aiden talking about that. Bro, it's it's a tough. So thing like for reading me, right? out loud in class was like trauma for you, right? Bro, I used to find excuses to. I used to get up. I used to run to the bathroom just check the time i'm like please come on and like then i go back to class i'm like fine thank god it skipped me and then the teacher says iman you're, you're like oh you're fucking woman why do you just keep keep going i don't need to read i don't aiden used to count the people you know he, yes count the people and uh, like then you count then the you lines, can start rehearsing and then we ask you but guess what i still <laughs> fucked it up i still <laughs> fucked it up <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so bad. school was stressful with education but what about with the kids the kids. Irish kids accepted you yeah, no problem yeah 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 yeah. it was fun it was no like all. name calling and shit it wasn't no no like no name calling at all but like it was just like I can say this um, they were very um, <laughs> what's good just very curious about yes. me you get me like sure. your hair you're the first yeah touching my hair like <laughs> how do you comb do you straighten how do you do and, and then I used to come to school with a comb because I used to have a little tiny afro and you're like what is that oh, and they're like oh they used to like, but like it's, it feels like a sponge it's a sponge and you're like okay buddy scoop miss can you stop touching my hair as well please like don't join in <laughs> you're an artist come on yeah. yeah but there was an innocence to that right yeah because yeah it, you know, I don't think you would have got that in an American school, no, or in a, no. even in a British school. But in yeah. Ireland, there was an innocence to it, because not just because you're African, but you, you guys, the Polish <laughs> people, essentially, you guys and the Eastern Europeans, you know, the Romanians, the Polish, the Latvians, they're the first yeah. generation Jewish of immigrants to Ireland. Yeah, they've never been before. True, which is which is interesting though, which is weird when you think about it. It's very weird because like. Because um, like the UK is right there, so in my head I'm like, how? How there? Because Ireland was travel? going there. 
Oh. Because there was no opportunities here. Okay. You know, Ooh. Ireland's Ireland's economy really only started to flourish in the mid, you know, the mid nineties. Nineties. Okay, that's interesting. I, 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 you never thought of it like that. They, could, they, they just people just didn't come here. Come, yeah. You know, there was a few black people. They played like basketball in the Irish basketball yeah. league. Yeah, but they all came from the states, though. Yeah, mostly American. Americans. Blacks. Yeah, it was like a novelty thing. Yeah, you know? there was no like, there was no African blacks. That yeah, came. yeah, yeah. So it's you just, get yeah. So that you guys were you know the beginning of that. So it's I guess it's understandable in a way that Irish people would have. A, an innocent curiosity, curiosity which i think nowadays <laughs> i think nowadays that type of you know touching your hair and all it's that would be construed like, as offensive yeah you're like yeah yeah you're like what the fuck are you doing stop it yeah but like yeah and but like back then i was just like ah oh, i feel special <laughs> you know, i'm the man everybody asking me questions stay in line next question <laughs> so tom was in school right I actually told my teachers, I told my teachers, listen, I can't do, I can't do, um, I can't do this subject called religion. And they were like, why? I was like, because I'm a Muslim, right? Which I wasn't, because like my mom is a Christian yes. religious, right? So I got away with this, right? For almost a year, till the day we had the parents teaching me in. And the, like the teacher, they snitched on me, saying, "So, oh yeah, like he doesn't do because like he's a Muslim." I was like, "Muslim, Iman, Muslim, <laughs> I, like my son." Mus One second, <laughs> she she brought me into the school the next day. Sammy so principal office, you told your teachers you're Muslim. It's like, no. Don't lie to me. The teacher was looking at me saying, what the hell is going oh, on? Your, your mother hit you in front of the teacher. Yeah, and the principal was like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, call the police, okay? You don't know this woman. <laughs> she is ready to die for a cause, okay? <laughs> I remember that so vividly. Oh, my God. The How old were like, you then? And, um, I think I was like 10. Yeah, 10, still getting smacked. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Still getting smacked. It's fun. <laughs> but is that is that like a? Do you think your mother was particularly sort of forceful, or that is just a classic sort of Nigerian mom? That's a classic Nigerian mom. Like like Nigerian mom would beat their kids if they do anything wrong. Like um, like don't be rude. Always like be respectful. You gotta be respectful to your elders. To your elders, you gotta be very like, how are you, sir? You get yeah. So like you have to say, sir. And I'm um, so and um, uh, so, ma'am, to like so like you like for example you be like hey sir right but in Ireland they don't like being called sir so like um <laughs> so like all my life right um so I just see like so my mom so like ma'am also and then like you know like don't call me sir call me by my first name and you're like yeah, I, know, I am yeah, so they, they, Irish people don't like formality For my, and I'm like I am so confused because in my house I'm being forced to respect people but you telling me I don't need to respect your elders it's just I was so oh, confused culture man. shocks I used to get confused over that stuff so bad so yeah so what so uh, what, what would be like you know the way like you know Indian parents want their kids to be doctors and <laughs> Was there like any particular pressure coming from your yeah. mom's side in in what she wanted you to be? She wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> like you're going to be a doctor. Um, um, they have to be doctor or you have to be like an engineer. Right. Like a real job. Like a real job. Like career job. Like, oh, everyone is going to be so proud of you in Nigeria. Oh, like I have a son. He's a doctor. If it was a Nigerian, like, oh, he's a doctor. It's like, oh, yeah. your son. But a lot of immigrant 
you know, a Once lot of immigrant that. families around the world have that. The have next, that yeah. They want the next generation to be officially successful. Yeah, like doctor, engineer. Uh, sports back then was like, no. You play football. Why? You play football. You go to books. Books is where it's at. And then now she's like, people are making millions of football. Why did you play football? Because you never let me. You were trying to shove me into the books. What the hell? Look at your mates. Look at your mates playing football with their, look at them, so rich. I look at their house they have for their family. Buy me a house, play football. You're like, I'm too old to play football. I think the chance of me playing soccer for a team is gone. Okay? No, but just on a, on a serious note though, just out of curiosity, like what, what, uh, what did your sister do? My sister now, she is a spokesperson for like, for, um, for like businesses, for like companies. Right. So like, she's very successful. So she yeah. went to college and she went to got into graduate like a pro- so wh- college. When you were starting to finish secondary school, <laughs> what kind of pressure were you under? I was under a lot of pressure. Like, like you have to be successful. You have to be do well, or else you're a failure. You get me? Like, so how did you do when you're leaving? I didn't do great. <laughs> um, I failed English. If you, if you want to know, <laughs> just to let you guys know, if you're asking, um, I got what was it? I got. 270 right just terrible not great you know I me mean? not great for going to college somebody i know got 20 points and he went to a private school okay so i was yeah, to my to mom get, to get 20 points you really have to do nothing so <laughs> yeah but he went to a private school for six years <laughs> he kept one paid six grand i don't know if it's a private school is but a lot of money for six years to get 20 oh, points to get 20 points so his mom was angry i was like mom i did better than him you know where, where did you go to school <laughs> i went to a place called Cool Mind Community School. Oh, you guys moved to Blanche? You yeah, guys- I moved to Blanche. Yeah, I moved to Blanche. For secondary oh. school, moved to Blanche. Oh, the whole family moved? Oh, the whole family moved. Me and my oh, two right. sisters. Oh, right, wow. So, yeah, so... What was your mother doing for a living? She, she um, used to work in a bank for a while. She used to work in a bank for a while. Then she got fired. Yeah. <laughs> God. How'd you guys get by? True savings and like, yeah, go and send, go and send like a lot of properties back home. She used to sell right. houses and just get money and then do that, do that, do that. And then... She was like, I can't do this because she got into some, um, like some, I can say some mental issues. Your mother? Yeah. She got into like like some mental issues and then like she had start, she started being psychosis, paranoia, like literally that just got her downwards. Like got fired. She, like she couldn't get a job because she was so she was so paranoid. She was into that like stage really like, of her life. And actually, um, actually, um. Go and find that out. I found that out two years ago. Two years ago, I found out she was in a mental home two years ago. And I was like, everything makes sense now. Mm. Everything from my childhood makes sense. Because because like she used to say some crazy stuff to us. Sure. She used to say some, like this, she used to say some like stuff that, that um, it would make me and completed suicide four times when I was younger because of my mom. I thought about suicide four times. I thought about doing it, but um, like, but then I was like, okay, you man, okay, man, okay, okay, like, don't, like, don't go on them and go. How can I say this? Don't and um, go jump off a bridge. Don't jump off a bridge. Why? Because, because, um, because if you jump off a bridge. And then, like, you survive, but now, but now, like, you have no legs. Like, now you're in a wheelchair for life. So, like, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Okay, let's think about drowning. Drowning is good, but 
you don't like fish. So like, what if you're drowning and then fish come? Now you're scared. I used to contemplate like the pros and cons yeah. because of my mom. Like, like she literally said some horrible stuff to us. Yeah, but that's that's difficult to grow up with mental like Men, mental yeah. illness. Yeah, I mean, weirdly enough, on on <coughs> between my two podcasts, I've this has come up a lot the uh, the crazy mom scenario. Yeah, which I, I a crazy mom maybe sounds a little demeaning, but no, to me it's not because okay, one is because right when when um like when I was seven years old. Yeah, like when I was seven, and my sister was seven, eight, nine, ten, and my sister was ten years old. Yeah, she fucking accused me and my sister of having sex together. That was the first time I tried to kill myself. She, she, she just said you guys are. Yeah, and I cried my eyes out. I literally. Ran away from home, cried myself out, kept running, kept running, and going to a bridge and just stood at the edge of a bridge, crying my eyes out. And I actually came back home around six in the morning, crying. And like, there was like the police was looking for me and everything. Really? It's crying. Jeez. You get me? And there's more stuff she said, bro. Like, she, like, he got to that stage, right? That, um, that when she had, um, um, like a bunch of nightmares, yeah. She had that right, yeah. and like she used to blame me and my sister for like all the nightmares she had. At night, she used to blame us, and like when I mean blame, like that means she's come to the room and beat the shit out of us and say we are the reason she is having nightmares. So like, so like, um, um, so like at a young age, right? Yeah, I was scared to sleep. Um, I used to, um, I used to, um. Um, or could I go sit at the edge of my bed and just try and stay awake for the whole night? Those are not staying awake. And then as she comes in, I'm like, no, 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 look, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. Just beat you, eat you, do it. Just horrible beating. And I like, got to that stage that, like, there I am in school, and my teachers to say to me, why are you falling asleep? Because I haven't slept, miss. That's why I have been awake because I don't want to be fucking scaring my mom out of this stuff. Like, you get what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, it's, that's Bro. a lot. That's a lot. So I went through all that, and I went through all that. I got to and nobody it. ever intervened? There was no intervention? Well, like in school? Like school or <laughs> no, because, the um, church? No, because, because I was scared. Um, because, okay, but I was scared to tell anyone. I was scared and I was shy for I was very shy to tell, like, from to people, I think there's something with my mom because it's just embarrassing back then, like just to yeah. me. Like, like to me I was very ashamed to tell someone that my mom might someone might be wrong with her you get me yes. so it goes to that stage of like and then she used to say for us to pray for like the witches so from 12 o'clock at night yeah to 4 o'clock in the morning all of us like all of us have to pray because like that is when like the witches are working from 12 in the morning, 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. As a kid, we have to pray. Me and my sister have to be on our knees and pray just to make sure like the witches do not plan their shit because that is when the witches said to my mom, hey, this is where we're working at, so get your prayer ready. Cause you... Yeah. And then I go to school and I'm like, you might miss because 
I am praying to stop the witches from getting the plan to fucking rule up the whole city. Okay, so Mace should be tanked. like you get me. I was in that. Yeah, that's difficult. Long, but long so age, did you? Bro. Did you? Did, do you know today <laughs> what the diagnosis is? Yeah, it's she, paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, she suffered from suffered from paranoia, schizophrenia, um, psychosis. There is five stuff that's wrong with her. She is in the hospital in Manchester right now. Oh, so she's got... So she's in Manchester. So so was there like a breakdown in your guys' relationship? Yeah, I haven't spoke to her in two years. True, oh. I've spoke to her in four, four years. Four, I haven't spoke to her. Because she... Aiden, like... No, sorry. Um, the Dez. It's all the same. Like, same voice. <laughs> all white people look the same to me. <laughs> like, I haven't spoke to her because I remember at the age of 18... After school, I I failed my school. Um, like that's I'm going to uh, I'm going to like a PLC yeah um, like course. That's going to a PLC course, and and like then got to that stage of they got to the stage of whole being toxic. As in, you she used to say to she um, like she said to us, you guys um, are trying to kill me. You guys are trying to um, like poison the food with mm. your eyes. There's which your eyes, um, like she's dish out the food, right? To like all of us, right? Yeah, like me and my sister, she's dish out the food in like in the dining table. Then she's take her food and turn her back towards us because we are trying to poison the food with our eyes. That's most of our experience as a kid. So it got to that stage when she was saying to like she got so horrible, like horrible stuff, traumatic stuff. She's to like. I saw her pour hot oil on my sister's back. What, really? Yeah, bro. I spoke to my shrink about this, right? I took Iman, Iman like, is laughing, by the way, because of my horrified face. <laughs> Just in case anybody thinks he's, he's <laughs> laughing inappropriately, he's, he's laughing at my shocked face. Yeah. Um, and like I spoke to my shrink about this, right? I went to my, my shrink and she started crying. Like my therapist started crying. And in my head, I'm saying to in my head, I'm saying to myself, Oh my God, this must have been such a traumatic proper stuff. Because she is a therapist. And she's crying over this. And how does your sister feel about you talking about it publicly? My sister do not speak to my mom. She doesn't speak to my mom. She said to me, Iman, I'm done with her. I am fucking, I don't care what happens to her. I don't want to have it. But she, she'd be okay with you talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened with the oil? It was one morning. My sister was young. She was like, she was like, I think she was still like nine, whatever. And she Those, was... In Ireland or in Nigeria? In Ireland. All right. In Ireland. And she was cooking. Okay, like my mom was cooking. And she was cooking and like... Sure, um, um, and she was cooking and praying. She was praying all these evil spirits and whatever, right? And um, like then my sister, um, my sister was um, like doing some stuff in the kitchen, on the dining table, and then oh yeah, she was doing stuff on the dining table, right? And like uh, like like the mom was um, um they're going to be frying some stuff. She was doing frying stuff, and then uh, and then my sister was um what was what my sister was doing. She was crying. She, yeah, like she was crying over something. I don't remember what she was crying, but like she was crying over something. And I am um, like, the mom was like, just shut, shut the fuck, just shut up, shut up. I was always like, no, no, it's like, shut up. It's the devil talking. The devil, so I was just, I need the devil. I said, shut up. 
She spilled. Just threw the oil across. Sister's back. I still was bawling, crying. I was there crying. I was when I was young. I was fucking crying, and then must like, have been when you just got here, right? Yeah, I was there crying, and then she, she um got literally took. I think she took um, like some uh, what she, she took some flour. Yeah, she took some flour, and then she put on my sister's back. They just do like him, just do him, the cool he. I don't know why, but didn't go to the hospital because my mom don't believe in that because she thinks was your sister scarred. Oh yeah, she has a scar on her shoe, like back. She has a scar on her, right there. On the back on of her back, shoulder. Yeah, on the back of her shoulder. Yeah. I All saw her, her life. <laughs> Till now. Yeah, she has that scar. Um, I've seen my mom pour um, hot peppers on me and my sister and beat the, beat the dev- like the hell out of us. Saying like, you're a witch. And we're like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're a witch. And she beats you. Till, and like, this woman beats you. Till, till like you say, I'm a witch because you just want the beating to stop. to stop, bro. It's like an hour of whipping and just crying. Like, you're just like, fine, whatever I gotta do, fine. Like, it was me that was. Um, she was like British, that- British interrogation in the 1970s. <laughs> 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 Say you had the bomb. Gil- no. <laughs> Guilford 4, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. It was that man? I like it was like you're possessed, bro. Like, what's the craziest of that? Okay, um, one of the craziest stuff that she said to me, right? The craziest stuff she said to me, um, like this was the second time that I tried like to commit suicide. The second time I tried to commit suicide, um, I was fourteen. I remember, that I was fourteen. I was sleeping. She she came into my room, and like she accused me. This is how twisted this is, right? She said that okay, so so um so like she had like a sexual sexual dream. Do you get me? Like a what? Um, um okay, like a sexual dream. Like a sexual, Oh she had a sexual dream. Yeah, yeah. Your mother. Yeah. And she said that I was the guy in the dream. So she was beating me saying, Why am I trying to have sex with her? In her dreams, she was beating the life out of me. This I could not. I cried. I she bet me. In fact, it was a few hours of just and I just like she was beating me, praying. Say, you must say it was you. Say it was you. It wasn't me. It was you beating, 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 beating. Like bro, like got to the stage when I was like, yeah, it was me. Then, uh, then she stopped. And like then I just then I put my clothes on and I ran. I just kept running. Just kept running. Crying. You were still in Kildare or you were in Dub- I was in Dublin. Just kept running. Kept running. Crying. Kept running. Just I I didn't know where I was running to. I didn't know where I was running to. Just kept running. And then yeah, I was scared to tell people. I was scared. Because like can because can you imagine if you say to someone, My mom thinks that I'm trying to have sex with her in her, in dream. her dreams. Like as a young kid how could you explain that to someone? I'm like, how could that come out of your mouth? I couldn't. So, so I took the beating. I ran away from home. I fucking contemplated suicide. I came home down, down like around twelve. I just went to my room, crying. Then she was praying, say, "Oh, you people are just." She was praying. I was just in my room, and uh, like, uh, like this. Is my sister is just crying in a room, just like. I mean, it's literally like. 
if somebody had written the script for this horror movie, <laughs> it wouldn't be believed. It wouldn't be, bro. It so what be. was the what was the moment that made you say, "I'm not talking to this woman anymore"? Um, was okay. So oh yeah, so um, it was like I said, right? She was um, the oh yeah. So uh, when it comes to the age of eighteen, the age of eighteen, right? Um, um, yeah, yeah, I was in college. Um, or like in a PLC course, on the PLC yeah. course, and like so, I used to do my PLC course. Then after my PLC course, I used to come home. Uh, so I used to come home with my mom. Uh, I used to come home to my mom, right? And she was literally just like the TV. Um, like TV is on that Jesus channel, like on Sky, like you know the Jesus right, channel yeah. on Sky, on full blast volume. That like the neighbors could hear what's going on, right? And then she's in, like in the room. Praying, just going to that stage, praying, right? So I said in my head, Iman, just go to your room and just go to your room and like just close your door and just sleep and then and then on next day go to college. She came to my room, outside my room and starts just talking. This person's trying to come kill me, this person's trying to do this to me, trying to do this to me for the whole night because now she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a job because like she's gone. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't get nowhere. You get me so like she's just in the house. Just saying horrible stuff, and yeah, yeah, I'm trying to fall asleep. I can't fall asleep, so I said to myself, I am gonna start sleeping in my car. So I literally used to get to my car, yeah, and and like I used to drive my car to, I drove my car to like a, I drove my car to like a small estate, right? I used to park my car there, it's a blanket. I used to literally sleep in my car in the morning, I used to brush my teeth out of my car, spit out, go water on my mouth, then drive to college and go to college. And, and I used to do that in the POC course for a while. Then, then she sold the house, right? You Your know, house in um, okay, in Blanche. Sold yeah. the house in Blanche, and she gave thirty grand to the church in the states. Yeah, she gave thirty grand to the church in the states. So, so like, there I was, just with a car, with my clothes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Where was she going after she sold the house? She sold the house and she started to go to like Manchester, right? Yeah, she went to Manchester, right? Um they have like to my sister's house, yeah, in Manchester, right? And she showed up in Manchester and let's just say, right, I would say my sister was shocked. My sister was like, Why are you here? She's like, Because I have nowhere to go. She's like, What about the house? She's like, I sold it. And my sister was like, uh, okay. Okay, I want you to come on in because at the end of the day, like you are my mom. You get me? I still, you get me? So so like then she came into the house and one week she spent with my sister and then like my sister was like, I am moving away from you. She can keep the house. I will uh, um, and I will still pay the rent on the house, but I'm leaving away because I can't, because you are gonna fucking uh, like ruin me mentally. Yeah. You get me? So, there yeah, was an island in my car, sleeping in my car, going to college, sleeping in my car, going to college. Yeah, um, um, well, then I became homeless. Like, as in, like, as in, like, the insurance is gone. You get me? Because insurance was, 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 like, it was expensive because at that time, yeah, I was 19. Yeah, you're a young the car, guy. Car, insurance was expensive. So, the car was gone. So, now, you know, I am, so I have all my clothes in, in bags, and I have my clothes in bags in my friend's house. But yeah, yeah. I was um, 
I'll be scared to tell my friends. I was scared to tell my friends, guys, I'm homeless. So yeah, I was literally sleeping on the streets in the summertime. Thank God it was the summertime because I can't do homelessness in the winter. So I was in there on the streets in town sleeping in like, in like, in like Burger King, like 24 hours Burger King, you get me? Yeah. So yeah, I'll hunt there, I'll be in there, I'll get my burger, I'll go upstairs, I'll find like, oh, sorry, you can't sleep. He's like, okay, cool. Then I'll stay up. Then I'll be like, oh, I need to sleep. Then I go to the cinema. And uh, I go to the cinema in the mornings. And uh, like I go there and I just stay there. You get me? I stay there and I, and so I go to the cinema and I go to a screen and I just fall asleep. I pay for a ticket, I don't care. Give me, and I just fall asleep. Fall asleep in the cinema, right? Then, uh, like, then I was trying to uh, go look for a job. Right, and I was trying to look for a job. Then I got a job, and like then I saved up. Then I got a place, and just to rent. Where did you get a job? I got a job in a place called Games Nash in in um okay in Blanche. You in the me? shopping center. Yeah. Yeah, Games Nash. Yeah, I used to, uh, Games <laughs> Nash? Yeah, Games Nash. Like, this place that, uh, that sells games. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so six months in Dublin, home, no, no, five months in Dublin, homeless. Then, um, um, okay, then my friends was like, Iman, where you staying? And like, then I was like, in the house, they're like, okay, we are going to drop you home. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, then I drove into the place, like, okay, Iman, bye. I was like, bye. Go, no, go into the house. Oh, they knew. They knew. They were like, go to the house. I was like, no, no, go in. I'll go in. Like, no, Iman, go in. Then, then, after I was like, guys, I'm homeless. And I bought out crying. Like, I kind of did like, what? what when? I was like, five months ago. Like, why didn't you tell us? Pride as well. Ashamed. You know what I mean? I just ashamed. Just feel like, no, Iman, you cannot. Like, you're staying in my house with my mom's. I was like, before she after she was like, no, it's okay. Like, Iman, Iman, like, your family. You get me? Um, and who are okay, these? We, these friends are from what? From school? Yeah, from school. There's a guy called eBay, like DJ eBay. Um, and um, like that's his DJ's name. You get me? That's yeah. his DJ name, DJ eBay. Another he's Nigerian like, kid? No, from um, no, like from Zimbabwe. Oh right. He's from Zim. He's like, he man, you're staying in my house, and I and I was there for a year, with like, um, like with no rent being paid, food, whatever. Said to me, man, just go. You know, how don't you just go and just um, go try and get a job and just save and then how don't you go and go find a place to rent and we, like I owe this guy my life because he was like don't worry like I talked to my mom my mom is like you're okay you get me I was like shit he's like shit you're okay so there I was right? I was in there and I was saving I was saving and that was calling my mom sometimes and she was telling me Oh, Iman, <laughs> I'm like this. Um, look like this evil spirit, like it's coming from Nigeria. Just hang up the phone. I, like I said, hey, Mo, how are you? I'm good. This evil spirit. Okay, bye. I couldn't. I can't deal with do this it fucking anymore. shit. You get me? Then I was doing a gig in Manchester, right? Um, um okay, this was the last straw. This was what I said to myself. I so can't this do is like someone. a number of years later. Later, yeah, right. So there was um um, I go doing a gig in Manchester. Um, okay, then I called her. I was like, hey, mom, guess what? Like, I'm in Manchester. Um, okay, all I want to just see you, just to make sure that, like, just make sure that, like, just make sure that, like, you're well and you're doing okay. She's like, yeah, sure. She came, and then she said to me, Iman, let's, she said to me, Iman, do not get a hotel. Don't get a hotel, right? Like, just come to the house and stay, because like, it's a two-bedroom house. I'm like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so, like, um, the two of us, then when I got a bus, 
a bus, right? Like, don't get off the bus, and we uh, go, go to the apartment, right? And, and the apartment was warm, like proper sauna, like the heating was on. I was like, what the fuck? It's so warm in here. Please, my friend, um, yeah, like, open the window, right? And then she went mad at me. Don't open the window. I was like, why? She was like, she was not even mad. Like, the air, the air. I was like, what's wrong with the air? They, um, um, like they're trying to um, go and kill us with the air. What? They are trying to kill us? With the, I'm like, who? The people. With air. Yeah. This is the same air that me and you walked into the apartment in. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm in the house sitting down saying, okay, close the window because the air is trying to kill us. Because at that time, right, um, that time, right, and I didn't want to fight. I didn't yeah. want to fight, so I just said, I'm just going to deal with it. Cool, the air. So I'm in the house, right? Then I start looking around the place. I'm like, this lady, my mom literally has bought mattresses and carpets like that. Like, see them carpets and rugs? Yeah. And she has shoved them onto the walls of this nice apartment that my sister was paying rent in. The, the mattress was on the walls. And I'm, and I'm like, why do you have mattresses and carpets on the walls? She said to me, because I am trying to stop the evil spirits from Nigeria that are, that are coming over here to attack me. So I was, so I lost my mind. I was like, so you're telling me, mom, that people from Nigeria are swimming through the Atlantic Ocean, right? The Atlantic Ocean, finding your address in Manchester, right? And they're coming in, right? They are going past a concrete fucking wall. But you're telling me a mattress and a rug is what is stopping them. Like, she's like, yeah. I was like, how the fuck? Dude, I was literally screaming my head off. I was like, this is unbelievable. I was just talking to myself like, this is, I can't do this no more. This is insane. This is insane. Well, literally. Like, concrete and a, a foam is what is stopping. And, and yeah, I was in the house, right? And this one was taking salt and throwing salt on the wall. And, and I'm just like, I'm meant to be staying here till the morning. So I left. I changed and I just left. And I said to myself, I am just going to come back at 6 o'clock. I'm going to go back to the house at 6 o'clock. I'm going to get my bag and go straight to Dublin. At 6 o'clock I came. I went. I went and I just said, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, that's too much to deal with. I'm done. But, but. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Did you got, Did yourself and your sister ever say... We need to get this woman <coughs> committed or... Um, so, my mom said some twisted stuff to my sister, right? Um, um, him, okay, like before she left Dublin. 
she said some stuff to my sister. That my sister um that go text me right and and she um she she um she said some stuff to me that broke my heart. She was like, "Iman, I'm sorry, but I can't speak to you or mom anymore because she has put my life through hell, and she said some stuff to me that I can't deal with, and also." Because, um, because, um, when it comes to my mom, used to go and say some stuff to my sister, just just do with me to be like, she be like, yeah. she be like, Iman said this about you. Don't trust Iman. He's evil. They get trying to plot against you, right? Then she goes to my sister and said, I don't know. So, yeah, she, she would say to you to that me, your sister was plotting why? against. Why? Just because all she wanted that she wanted that fight because all she wanted to be the center. Mm. You get me? So. So my sister cried on the phone, said to me, I'm sorry, I couldn't. And then since then, I haven't spoke to my sister in over 10 years. Susan, I haven't spoke to Susan in over 10 years. But I sent her like a message on Facebook recently. And she replied, because uh, um, because I have two sisters. Because I have Susan and I have Susan, then I have my stepsister. Yeah. My stepsister is called Frankie. Uh, 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 yeah, she's my stepsister. Uh, like, um, my uh, my steps, um, my stepsister still talks to my mom. Sometimes she talks to her. She's like, "Iman, hey she's still our mom." And I'm like, "No, she's not. She gave birth to us, but she put us through hell, and she put you through more worse stuff than me or my sister. Because, like, she said some stuff to my sister. That is what you deserve. Um, um, the my sister had a well, the, okay, like when my sister had like a, she had a miscarriage, right? Sorry, Susan or Frankie? Frankie, right? Um, they had like a, um, what's called, um, okay, like a miscarriage, right? And my mom said to her, that is what you deserve. And, and, and Frankie, your stepsister is from your dad's side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she lives in Nigeria? No, she lives in Spain. Oh, right. Spain. But like, you didn't grow up with her? No, I didn't grow up with her. All I just did was, um, um, well, I spoke to her on the phone constantly, and then I think at the age of 16, I saw her for the first time. Yeah, I saw her for the first time in the house. And was she from that secret family of your dad's, or she's... No, no, from from, from a different... Oh, right. From a different family, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it's just... Uh, bro, when I said to you, wait, look for the message I sent to Susan. Wait, sorry, uh, I want you to keep talking for a minute, please, because it's going to be. It's dark. okay, I can edit it out. Oh, okay. I sent this message to my sister. Your sister Susan. Susan, yeah, because I still talk to, um, I still talk to, um, like Frankie a lot. Do you want to have a look and read it? Oh, I'm gonna read it. Yeah, cause bro, I'm dyslexic, bro. Okay. <laughs> so you sent this message to your sister. Yeah. Um. You want me to read it out? Yeah, read it out, bro. Listen. Hey, I don't mind if you not write back to me. Oh, you're so dyslexic. You want me to read it out? <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a very... Fuck you. Oh, come on. I, 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 I'm joking, but I know it's a serious message. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's good. Hey, I don't mind if, if you don't write back to me or talk to me. Just want to make sure you're okay. I miss you, and I think of you every day. If you are bored, look at me on YouTube. My name is E2Funny. Oh, yeah, that was back then when I was going by. My name is E2Funny. Yeah, I'm a comedian now. Oh, this is 2012, yeah? yeah? I'm a comedian now, 
and I go to college next year, I I, I will be playing in London. So oh, I'm comedian now, and I go to college next year. I'll be playing in London. So if you are free, come check me out. Did you say back? This is Susan. Yeah. 2013. So five months later. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about my mom. Yeah, 31st of the 10th. So you sent it on Halloween 2012, and she writes back on the 23rd of the 2nd, 2013. <sighs> Hi, Iman. May God be with you in everything you do. May heaven shine his face upon you and bring you happiness, success, and wisdom. My God, protect, guide, and bless you in your journey. Your comedy is good. Yeah. That means she, she watched. Actually, so she watched it, yeah. And then you wrote some stuff back. Yeah, like you know, I wrote about like care. Uh, I wrote yeah. about my mom. Like just and that's the only like, interaction you've the, had yeah. with her in ten years. Yeah, because of my mom, like she destroyed our family. That yeah. woman destroyed. I hate Christmas. Like I hate, like I hate this time of the year. This time of the year to me is I hate it. I hate fucking Mother's Day. I hate Father's Day. I literally don't celebrate my birthday. I do not do. I just. I have been through hell and back, bro. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, that was, was the ice. Uh, um, that was like a. Um, that was a strong version of something I said to you about. But bro, I went through like, even like, um, um just sometimes when I see, when, when I see, uh, when I see like a bunch of my friends, I see a bunch of my friends, and like it's them, it's them, their mom and the dad, and they are in like they're just happy, and I just go home and I cry to myself. I'm like. I never had one taste of that. Yeah. I was going through being accused of this, that, having sex with sisters, having sex with mom, having sex with my friends, being gay, being this, being this, and I've been a drug addict. I never took drugs. I've never, even till now, yeah. I've never took, I've been accused, bro, I've accused of everything you can think of. Everything you can think of, I've been accused of it. So let me ask you this. So your sister went to the UK after yeah. she finished school. Did she go to high college in the yeah. UK or something? No, no. She went to college. Here. She went to DIT. She went to DIT, then Gradual she left. Well. She, as soon as she graduated, she said, I'm gone. She dipped. She's like, I can't do this woman. And she left. Now, before she left, before you guys stopped talking, <coughs> you, you guys were never like, this woman needs to be hospitalized? or Because we did not know. Because, because like that was all we knew from a young age. Like yeah. That was all we knew. Began me uh, with no dad around. She was the only one that we knew. So we just like her, her, and again we we're like, this is who we have. You get me? Mm -hmm. um, um, and what about your friend? Did you did you ever tell your friends my mother? Oh, I was so ashamed. I was so ashamed. Um, well, like, even my best friend till today still don't know about the story that I told you because I'm still ashamed to say it to him. Why are you telling me? You tell now you're telling everybody. Because I can tell anybody. I can tell a random person. But I can't tell my best friend about this. I don't know. It's just a shame. And I like there's um there's um, like mental issues is so big, in like he's so big in the black African community. It's massive. There's uh, there's so many people that I know that that they all come to me, and how they do is like they tell me all their stuff after they've um after they've um, gone hold my story. They tell me the same line of stuff that my mom is this, my parents are doing. So many Africans, they tell me that shit, and I'm like, you need to go see a counselor. Yeah, so, because I want to, before we finish, I want to talk to you a little bit about comedy, but just because we're on this, so you said you went to a shrink. Like, what happened for you that made you say, I need to deal with this shit? I broke down in college, like, properly, in class, just 
So War. the PLC or after that? In um, it was it was in DIT. Oh, yeah, oh no, so after, after the PLC after you got us DIT. College, yeah, yeah. And um, that was like three years ago. Three years ago, I ball and I like, crying in class, like not even like like whoa. I can't. So you like, had like a breakdown. Breakdown, and everyone was like, oh, like Eman, because because like everyone was shocked. It was like Eman is always happy. Eman's always jumpy. What the yeah. fuck is going on? And then and and like then and after taking up my lecturer, right? She lecturer was like, Eman, can I talk to you outside? I was like, yeah. And what's going on? I was like, when I was young, my mom did this. I just. Start telling it me just started coming out. And then he was like, What is going? He was like, You need to see someone. I was like, What? He's like, You see a shrink. I was like, No, no, shrink. Hey, it's counselor. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, Counselor. She's like, Yeah. Then, yeah. like, then brought me into a counselor. And till now, I, till now, I still talk to that lecturer. Till now, I still message that lecturer. He still, well, me and him still talk regularly because he helped me. He helped me. Like, he actually helped me by, he helped me by saying, Come see a counselor. Bring he brought me to counselor. That was the biggest help the guy could ever do to the, the guy could ever do for me as a person. Yeah, I mean that's a big change. So you think right? that's like a big turning point in your life? Yeah. And then since then, like since then I just said to myself, I have to get myself a degree, I have to do my comedy and just focus on my comedy and then and then and well, if I become successful, if I become successful then I can say to myself, okay, so I have enough money to say, we need to sort this, we need to try and go take care of this person properly, which is my mom, to be like, okay, there's money, let's do this. Because it's hell, man. It's hell. And right now, I I I got told by my sister, Frankie, was it three weeks ago, that um, that I um, am... Uh, when it comes to my mama's um um that ran away from Manchester and she's gone back to Nigeria. Oh, she's in Nigeria. So she she um go and left the old place that ran um like the what's it called the mental institute. Oh, she right. ran away from it and then like she booked a flight to Nigeria and now she's just selling properties. And let's just say we used to have a lot of properties. I was a good kid that could be like I have enough money to do whatever but now I'm like I have nothing I have to work for my stuff I know but I mean like we all have was, to if yeah. this was no but if this was she shouldn't it sounds to me like she's not mentally capable to sign these contracts I mean but I know no. Nigerian rule of law is different but yeah. it, you know she she shouldn't be allowed to sell these properties yeah she should be committed yeah but but like they don't know that in Nigeria they don't know so she's something. probably selling these properties giving all the money to the church thinking she's keeping away these fucking spirits that are all in her fucking head Jesus <laughs> <laughs> you look like my shriek right now okay you look like who she looks well, right a lot yo Aiden Aiden this is my brother Aiden, Aiden just oh, walked into God. the room oh, Aiden you have, you have no idea bro <laughs> Do, do, are, you, are you telling the chlamydia story? Oh. Aiden, you have no idea. I know you're joking around, but you have, it's just so great how oblivious you are. You, <laughs> it's just so great how oblivious you are to Iman's fucking insane life. I know, yeah. I know. Do, do, does it have, there's a lot of people Because we thought our mother was a little crazy, but... <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. Honestly, I, honestly, 
I had some resentments against mom until I had this conversation with you. <laughs> now, now I realize that our childhood was fucking bliss compared to this shit. <laughs> These advocates' mothers are no joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Fabu D tells me all this shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is the story all the Nigerian comics have. Man, get, get pity. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, bro, that's what I've lived through. Yeah, you know? God, email. So, I think maybe we're going to have to. Uh, we're gonna have to write a book or something. I can't. I'm dyslexic. People have said that to me. Like people say, you know, write a book. I'm like, how can well, I? I've seen a your text. Book? You're definitely gonna be. You're gonna have to get a ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write it for you, man. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> and like, uh, so many people have actually um, go said that to me. Iman, you need to write a book because like you've lived through some crazy stuff. I was like, yeah, but like, it's sad. It's too sad. Like, like I'm like, all my stories are so sad so like oh my god i'm gonna cry like so oh my god even how are you still here like it's just very down and so i'm like i don't like talking about it because it, no 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 uh, no i don't mean like that like i don't like to make other people feel sad yeah but I, it's, yeah but it's not about making other you know it's you, you know you, you still have to be able to say it was difficult you know yeah yeah so let me, let me just clarify something because it's just wrecking my head a little bit no go so who raised Frankie? Frankie, yeah, Frankie, yeah, okay. She was sent to she was sent to like a boarding school in Spain. But whose kid was she? She was my mom's first guy she was seeing. You get me? Right. Um, like then they had a kid and then he left my mom because he was like lady is oh. something is not right oh there. so your mother had a kid before you and yeah Susan. yeah 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 and she was sent to a boarding school yes yeah, and who so and then who raised her like she um okay well she was sent to like them boarding schools that like so um well so you go to a boarding school for like the for for, for, for so you go to boarding school for like six months yeah and then and and then, and you stay with a family, like in Spain for like, oh right, for, yeah, like for like for, for like your summer holidays and stuff. But she's been through worse than me. If I tell you what she's been through, she's been through worse than me. Independent of your Independent mom. Independent of my whole and my mom and like just life as well. She experienced obviously some abuse or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so my family is my family is just a big part of oh my fuckery. God. So, but you, but you always had a relationship with her, like closer via the phone and stuff. Yeah, via, via the phone, always texting, always calling, always. Like, and you still have a relationship with her with today. Her today, yeah, to always talk constantly, and she's like, "Emma, try and get in contact with Susan," but like, Susan is so fucking. She's so fucking resentful of the family in general yes. because of stuff well, yeah it's a, she's just like i can't because this is trauma to her you get me oh like like um like my mom's stuff is trauma it's like my mom once um and i beat susan so bad she bet susan so bad that my granddad was crying begging my mom to stop your grandfather yeah where was he he was 
back in Nigeria. Oh, right. Um, um, like, this was when all of us were, like, back in Nigeria. All oh, right. He was bawling his eyes, crying, begging us, saying, you are going to kill this girl. If you don't stop her. She's like, she's a witch. She's not, yeah. My sister was a tiny kid that just wanted to play and just do just do what kids Yeah, I mean, did. your mother robbed that from you guys. No. So how did you get into comedy? Which <laughs> is like the question that I hate being asked, but yeah, how? I think I'm asking it in a different, different context. Way. <laughs> um, one, like, it's because I, I like just love to like I love comedy as a young kid. Like, uh, like I used to watch like a lot of comedy as a young kid. I used to watch um, Dave Chappelle, like uh, like old Chris Rock stuff. I used yeah. to, as a young kid, I used to have, uh, all, I have, all I had was a computer. I used to watch it, binge watch it. She binge watching in my friend's house. <laughs> it, was, it was the two of us. I used to watch a lot of comedy, and I was just like, I like this. This is fun. And again, and again, and again, and like when I was younger, I used to be like, I used to be um, for like the center of attention. Mm. Again, as a young, I used to be the center of attention. I used to make everyone laugh as a young kid. Everyone used to just laugh. I used to be like, oh, Ima, Ima is a cool person. Everybody just wanted to be my friend, like as a kid. I wanted to be my friend because, like, him in school is funny. He's a nice boy. Everyone, just, so I was just like, I'm gonna try comedy. Then I did, and it didn't go that well. Um, and then I was like, this is not. Where'd you me. do it in Hapney? No, I did my first gig at a place called the at a place called the Twister Pepper downstairs. Yeah, yeah, I did it there. It didn't go that well. And I was like, Jesus, this is tougher than I thought. Then. Um, um, like then I kept doing it. I kept doing comedy. Then I, I kept doing comedy. I, I kept doing comedy. I kept going to go away on the bus. Like just do a gig for like two people. Go for, for like four hours. Obviously, you know they were, you're like two people, three people. Like, yeah. like in a bar where nobody wants comedy. Nobody. This was a drink. And you're in there say, "Hey, I'm from Nigeria. Fuck off." Okay, cool. I will leave in a minute. Just give me, give me. So, so, so I kept doing that. And like, no, because, because I, okay, so, um, that was me and my friend, Sean. It was two of us. We, we are like, let's do come together as like, because like, those were friends. Oh, yeah. But, um, okay, like, but Sean gave up. Sean gave up, like, it's not for me. But the one thing about Sean is, Sean is a funny storyteller. But, um, the guy's, um, just one problem stage fright. He's a great storyteller. If it's just all of us here, he tells you the best story in the most funniest way, but he's just stage fright gets to him and he just freezes and just says, no, this is not for me. But it's so funny. So afterwards, he was like, Iman, I think comedy is not for me. I will be your manager when you make it. It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. <laughs> just put yourself in a position. I was like, so, so like that, I kept doing it and doing it and then slowly, slowly, I just built it up. Yeah, just got better and better and, Nah, like I'm still growing. You get me? Like it's not that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm killing. No, nah, I'm still growing. Baby steps. Sure, sure. So, yeah. No, but you're good. I mean, I've seen oh, you. You're good. You. I had you on the show. You were good on the thank show. You. Thank you. You, you didn't know? know about the dramatic stuff, did you? Oh, you could be. Fuck, I wish I'd known. <laughs> then I would have just said, why don't we just do a documentary with this guy? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was just yeah, stuff like that, man. It's black people have so much stuff to do with like um, like mental illness, like a lot of Africans. They all, they all have got need to start talking about. Yeah, because I mean, everybody has problems. Like every community has that, but I guess there's more of a stigma. This, bro, I'll give an example, right? If, if someone has a, if someone has an epileptic fit, 
in my country, they pray for you and take the Bible and try to put the Bible on you and pray for you. If you're having an epileptic fit. Because they think it's like bad spirits. Bro, yes. That's how twisted it is. That's how insane it is. It's just, tr trust me, it's the most annoying stuff ever because you're like, no. You get me? Mm. Like, but, but it's going to that stage when, when this stuff has come from like a bunch of generations to generation. So that thing just keeps going on and it, it keeps going from one generation to uh, just to another because um because that person's dad you know, and that person's dad and that person's dad and their granddad was like was like that so so he moved up you get me so yeah so i started doing comedy and now i like it you know i like it hopefully things goes well you know but that is my real story about my mom that's a real story that like I do not talk about on stage because I yeah, know, because when we did the I interview, know the crowd will be crying. When we did the interview on the TV show, you made a lot of jokes about your mom, but yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, well, yeah. that's good. I mean, now you're adding to the stereotype that behind every comedian is like <laughs> there's a deep a lot of sadness. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Your origin story is worse than the fucking Joker. Than, yeah, Joker. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Oh, that's I mean, fuck, man. And you still see a counselor now or no? I still, yeah. I see my counselor. And you feel, you feel you're getting some sort of relief? I yeah, mean, you have just, to have PTSD. I do. And I think sometimes I I don't... Okay, okay, okay like with my ex-girlfriend and, and my ex-girlfriend and my current girlfriend that I'm seeing, like, I don't share... I, I don't share my feelings. You get me? Um, um, okay, 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 like I keep everything inside. Yeah, because I grew up in that environment of there's some bad that's going on at home, but and but like in public, I'm very happy. I'm, yes. I'm totally different. So like, and she hates it. She literally cries like, "Iman, you don't tell me anything. You are always happy. That is not real. What's going on?" Mm. let's talk I don't want to talk I'm fine because like I'm just used to that to, to, um, to um, I'm just used to that state of mind and she like she's like I can't do this she's telling me I can't but when the, does she know the truth she knows the truth and she cries she cries every, every time that she thinks about it she cries and I'm like she's like I was like hey man stop I said to her stop crying she's like like I went through it. It's not for you to go. I'm laughing about the situation now because it's years after. You get me, bro. Like everybody I tell, you are the only one that I haven't cried. That's because I'm a cold-hearted bastard. I know <laughs> you're the only one that I've. Everybody else that I've told, guy, female, but shrink. My counselor was meant to be used to traumatic story, and she's crying. I see. I'm just getting tissue for myself. But like I needed that tissue. You don't need any of that. You <laughs> like. <laughs> it's your job to hear this no, like <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 super traumatic i mean i if it takes time yeah i mean how can one be completely open when you know that core the most important relationship was so so good and so i mean it couldn't be worse i mean you know that my dad had this experience that you had <laughs> really yeah his mother was imprisoned what? Yeah, she was a paranoid schizophrenic. 
She yeah. ended up having a lobotomy. What's that? They cut out some of her brain. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, but, you know, horrific abuse. I mean, basically, similar to your experience, yeah. Yeah, horrific physical abuse and the Not paranoia. Yeah. He, you're trying to kill me, you know, all this type of stuff. And, you know, that was, that was, it took him a lifetime to get, to get over that. I only found out about it later in my life, but, you know, you've been through a lot. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be under, under, you know, underplayed. <laughs> uh, that's the way that I deal with it. Like, you know I mean? um, like, that's the way that I can say to myself, it, it did not really happen. You get me? Yeah. But like, um, okay, but, okay, but like when it comes to like Christmas, because time like Christmas is like family time, stuff like that, then I get flashbacks, then I stay home, then I cry on Christmas Eve or like, no, I, like I cry literally from like the first week of Christmas, coming up to Christmas to like, like the first ending of, the first ending of like, First end of like January, I cry at least six times. Mm. In that period, that's the period that I cry the most, because because um, there I am at home, and there there I am on, on my phone, on Facebook, on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm seeing pictures Happy of like families. families, Christmas dads, that, and I'm just there, and I'm looking around. And it's me and eBay's family, which I respect. I owe in my life. I owe that guy, Emmanuel. That's his name. eBay, DJ eBay is his name. I like. I would take a bullet for that guy. You get me? I would do whatever. You get me? But like, then I go back home, and then I'm just like, why? Mm. You get me? And I just, I sad. I, I hate. Like, I despise Christmas. I, I don't. I don't understand. Despise it in the Christmas because I never had Christmas like a proper family with my mom. Because on Christmas was, was was like a prayer session, and then f eat, and then accusation of this, that, 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 that. You hear me? I know. I just can't believe it was allowed to go on for so long. Because I, I genuinely didn't tell anybody. But do you think except also one time? Sorry, sorry for cutting you out. Sorry for no, no you. problem. Except for um, um, like one time, right? <laughs> like I went to school. With bruises on me, crying. Then, um, then my friend, uh, my friend, him, like Gavin O'Brien, was young. He was, yeah, I was in secondary school. I was in Toji. What's going on? I couldn't tell. I was not. I was like, hey man, you're very quiet. Off, you're too quiet for today. Just start crying to him. It's like, what the fuck? Um, okay. Then it took me to like, then it took me to like, um, like the school counselor, right? Um, so, so, um, so I told. So I told the school counselor like like a brief story of it. I think two weeks later, they they all um like they all took me and my mom to like a hall to to like a meeting, right? Which I think was like uh, like child services, mm -hmm. and, and like the child services um well, sat me down just me and her, and like they asked me like a lot of questions. But in my head, I was scared to get my mom in trouble. Mm. Because at the end of the day, there I am in Ireland, me and my sister, who's a teenager, with my mom, with nobody else in Ireland. 
if they take her away, who do we have? And again, she's still my mom. At the end of the day, when I was younger in secondary school, she was still my mom. I still love her. Even though I still love her now, but I don't have that pure love anymore. You get me? But like then, yeah, I was scared. I was like, they take mm. my mom away. Where am I going to be? Like, where, what's going to happen to me and my sister? You get me? I was mm. in that stage of just scared just to tell. So, so, so then they asked me, hey man, tell me what's going on at home. Home is okay. I lied. But yeah. it wasn't okay. I had bru- Like, I have bruises all over my body. As my mom poor, I'm like, um, like a bunch of peppers on me. Um, like with water, peppers on me with water, and beat me with belt and like a switch, like a proper switch that like it's he's like he's like cornrows, it's like braided, but it's very springy, like prop. It hurt. Oh my, it hurts. And when they, it's like, I think it's like sheepskin or some skin, but he's he's like he's like done in into knots, and it's gone from heavy to thin and it's like that long and you hold and you use it to whip cows like in in Nigeria and shit like that it hurts like proper bro and I used to take that for hours and then you get that you're like no okay I don't okay I am a witch it was me doing this yes (laughs) because yeah that's it's it's a lot so I just didn't say nothing and then I got to the decision. I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna sleep in my car, homeless. Yeah, best decision ever." Walk that drove safe. you for that. That drove me to that. Um, so I guess one day you'll have your own family. You can remake can Christmas. Yeah. Like I can't wait to have like my own family because I will not make my family go through anything like that. I would not make my family, I would, oh my goodness, I have thought about this. I have thought about it so many times of, I can't tell my own family, like a proper family. Um, and like when I'm stable, you get me, like when I have a stable life, when I have a, like, um, some, when I have some proper money coming in, from money come income, I can't wait to have all that. Because I just think that I would raise my family totally different, and I would tell my family everything. They would know. You know, they would know. Like, okay, like it got to that stage, right? That he got to that stage, honestly, right? Okay, now this is the first time that, like, the first time that, like, I'm gonna say this to someone, anyone. First time, um. Okay, I haven't said it to my shrink. I haven't told my shrink this. But at the age of 17, 16, I was literally praying to God that my mom dies. Mm. It got to that stage when I'm like, I am gonna kill this woman because that's not I, I can't I can't. I don't have that I can't kill I to me that's not because that's my mom. But I was like, please God, take her away. But that sounds totally rational to me. I got to that stage, and you're the first person that I've ever said that because I've because because I said to myself, I am said to myself, um, okay, if I said that to someone that yeah, I was praying that my mom dies, what would they think of me? But actually, I guarantee you, everybody listening to this is thinking, yeah, exactly. You get me? I, 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 I yeah, I think most people will be thinking, that's the most logical thing you've said the whole chat. <laughs> 
because of course you would pray for her to die because it's fucking torture yeah it's so, a lot you know so that was the first time it's first time i ever said that you know I'm, I'm right now i feel weird saying that to you yeah but you shouldn't be see that's the shame yeah i mean you can talk about that with your counselor but see deep down inside a lot of people blame themselves yeah or maybe deep down inside you feel like you deserve it or different things that people deal with so the fact <coughs> that somehow you feel weird sharing that is amazing to me because it's such a logical thing to have felt yeah but i understand that yeah you don't want to admit that yeah yeah i don't know i don't because i'm like that makes me an evil person yeah, but that's the shame yeah, because really? in actual fact, it's the opposite. It makes you very normal. normal person. If somebody's been torturing you, I mean, you're being tortured. Yeah. You're literally being tortured. Yeah. Have you seen 12 Years a Slave? Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. you're, you're being treated like that. like the, the, the yeah. whatchamacallit character. Um, but the Irish actor is the, yeah. the Irish actor is the torturer. torturer. Yeah. Mike yeah. Fassbender is the torturer, torturer. For, against that actor, yeah. and it—that's it, what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So, weird, man. Inescapable torture. Torture. And uh, the, you know, the, the, I bring up my dad only because that was his thing—that his children would not be brought up in violence, and he never hit us. Yeah. That was his thing. He would never hit his kids because he was tortured like you. You know, but for him it was. You know, I mean, you can, I, I found some, he has a little bit of writing that I put into my my book, but for him, it was quite the journey too, yeah. to, you know, yeah. to come around to, Yeah. but his mother died in like a home, you know, oh. she was, she was put into prison, but then she got out, but then she kept getting institutionalized. Eventually they cut out part of her brain and then she was like semi-docile slash a little confused. And she was she was like in an institution till she died, nineteen ninety seven. You know, but like it was very sad. The mental illness yeah. is sad, but it's for me in a way. It's sadder for you because it happened at a time where people knew so much more, yeah. and I can't help but think that part of the problem was because you're an immigrant community. You're immigrants in Ireland. Yeah. You guys didn't have the same social and support network so nobody was noticing and um and um like if i told someone from him um, if i told someone from him um, to someone from to someone from africa this like just told my mom like hey something with my mom they will fucking look at me and say she's crazy and that would be it no one would be done because that is nigerians don't understand the real issues with mental illness. They don't understand. They all they just say is he's crazy and we just leave him alone. That's it about Nigeria. They don't understand the fact of we're gonna put this person in a home. Because then like uh, like Nigerian community do not know stuff like that. Do you get me? So like yeah. it's a XX word. Like there's there's um there's uh, like um like nobody is winning. It's just like okay, they're just trying to get help from you and they're like whatever. Okay, that person's crazy. Just leave them alone. They're crazy. And then to continue doing what they're doing. Yeah. And you're like, that's not what I need. I need someone to sort this. And that's why out. she's back in Nigeria selling properties. Nobody's like... Nobody's... Stopping her. Nobody's stopping her. And I'm like... I, and, and like, it comes to me, right? It comes to my head, right? The one thing I said to myself is... 
I don't care. Sell on. Sell whatever you want. Because 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 like because like um because like that is whole property. You get me? And that has nothing to do with me. I literally didn't contribute to any and of do, that. Do you know has she ever been medicated? Like how? Has she ever been treated for these disorders? Yeah. So she was in like institute in um she was an institute in um Manchester, right? Then she was on 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 like some pills, right? On some dose of pills. Then they um uh, um like then they brought down the doses, right? And then like like then they brought out like the doses, right? And then she tried to she tried to um that um that what she tried to do she tried to book a flight to Nigeria from Manchester. She was then caught in the airport. Right, she was caught in the airport saying, "No, you are a, you are a fucking hazard too, like the plane mm. or whatever." Then, um, they didn't brought her back. Um, they didn't brought her back into the home. You get me? Yeah, into the mental home, and like then they kept filling up pills, and again they, again like they brought down the doses again, and uh, and like then they said to. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay for you to go back home. You get me? Because like, because like, and you're functioning. You yeah. Get me? And then she then book a ferry from Manchester to Ireland, and then she booked a flight to Ireland to Nigeria because like the system. Oh them, yes. That is how she got away with it. Back oh, so that's how she got back to Nigeria. Yeah. And now she's running the muck. I just like to say, <laughs> <laughs> she's running the fucking muck over there. You hear me? Just selling and giving money to churches and whatever happens. And I'm like, whatever. Good, good riddance. I'm happy. Good riddance, man. Good you riddance. gotta. Yeah, I mean, you, you're a survivor, bro. <laughs> nah, man. No, you are. You're a survivor. You gotta. It's weird, cause like it's weird because that experience has done so much to me mentally. Physically, um, one is like for example, right? As I said, um, said um, and I was dyslexic, and um, and actually, um, got found out two months ago because like the school tried to tell my mom multiple of times, not once, not twice, multiple of times, and she was like, "Go fuck yourself. I'm a pray. God will sort it out." Mm. You get me, um. I have like okay, I have a problem. Um, I have a problem um, when I talk to people on a serious note, like now. You mm -hmm. have a problem because like I'm scared because when I was younger, when when like when like um like when I used to have some stuff that used to um go and bother me and. Like yeah, I was yeah, I was going to my mom to be like, hey mom, do you mind if I talk to you seriously because someone's bothering me, and uh, yeah, I was scared. Um, yeah, I was scared to tell her this. She, uh, used to shout at me, and beat me, be like, say it. You get me? Mm -hmm. So 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 like yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I am to my mom. Hey, um, I there's some stuff I want to tell you. Um, I don't. I don't know how because like yeah, well, I'm scared as a kid. Scared, and she goes, she smacked me, screams, say it, say it, say it. 
in the name of Jesus, say it. What the fuck? I came to you to tell you about something. Why the fuck are you doing all that stuff now? You get me? Mm-hmm. So now, and now, like, uh, now I have a stage fright of talking to people properly. Like, one, two, proper, hey, this is what's going on. That's why I always put stuff in a jokey manner mm. because like then I can just talk freely like hey and then I just talk freely but then when you said to me let's get serious and hey so tell me what's going on with your life I get proper frightened and I can't because of what you can't my mom speak is yes and then because of my mom but so so like then I try to put everything in a jokey way because like yeah, yeah, like because if if the stuff is in a jokey way I can say anything I want to you and I'll be fine. But yeah, okay, but then when you say to me, stop joking and talk properly, I can't. But you've been doing it now today. You think so? Well, you've said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you think so? Oh, thanks for saying that. Well, you've said, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've said a lot. I mean, I felt yeah. like at times that you were like, and I was being nervous. Yeah, and confu- yeah. you know, confused, like a lot going on. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, understandable. <laughs> it's very understandable. Yeah, it's understandable. So. And sometimes you have like a, it's not like a speech impediment, right? But you have like a pause, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's with my mom. That's with my mom because she could not let me say anything I want. She used yeah, because yeah, it's funny that you say that because. You know, I didn't want to say anything, but you actually have like a like a physical reaction to a moment where you're about to to talk, yeah. Well, to go to the next level of yeah. the thing, yeah. Your eyes actually go up in the back. Do, yeah. do you know that? Yeah, I noticed that. But every time I'm on stage, it goes. That's the one place that I can be serious, or they're all like. Um, okay, I can be funny, uh, like I have no problem talking for days. Mm. Is that stage? But like after I go off that stage and it comes to count me out. Well, you're doing all right, bro. <laughs> they, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome <laughs> wasn't steps. built in a day. Yeah. I mean, essentially, you're coming back from a war zone. Yeah. You know, it's the same sort of, you know, PTSD, man. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. You know, people. You you experienced long term abuse. Yeah, there's a there's a protocol that goes with that. You got to go easy on yourself. Oh, thank you. No, but I mean for real. <laughs> thank you. You so have much, to man. you have to give yourself a break. I had no idea you dealt with so much. Oh yeah, um, it's funny because uh, uh, because like a bunch of people see me right, a lot of people see me and they're like, "You're so happy. You must have had a good life." I was like, "Bro, if you know what I've been through, this is all upfront. This is what." And uh, all of this is what um, keeps me going. This is what keeps me going. Yeah, it's you your get, armor. Uh, you get me? Uh, you needed a lot of armor. armor. Some people don't need as much. <laughs> but armor's fucking heavy, bro. It is. And you're carrying a lot of it. Thank you. So <laughs> go easy. You got to go easy on yourself, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, just gig it away. And one day, I can have... Uh, 
I can um, go make all of these stories that I told you into a funny bit. Yeah, or I a movie. About, I can talk about like my mom being a fucking whatever. Yeah, you can write that show for Edinburgh. They like yeah. that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm like, five stars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How did he survive? But you, have to, but you have to stay with it though, man. Really? You have to. You well, so? No, no, I'm saying you have to, for yourself, yeah. for your own Mindset. emotional development. Yeah. You're probably going to have to, you know, stay with it, not joke around when you're with the counselor and yeah. find a way yeah. to really yeah. keep, keep, I'm not saying you're not doing it now, but yeah. I think it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a journey, but it's great that you're, I mean, I don't know why you're talking about it with me. I'm just a fucking other guy. No, as I said, right. As I said to you, like, um, I said to you, and I can tell anybody the story about my close, closest friend. Yeah. But that's because you know why? Because I'm with, scared that they George me. Yeah, but also, yes. But I think too, the intimacy is there, you see. The intimacy is 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 more like there's more vulnerability in that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's tough to it's tough to get into that, which is understandable because you know, there's so much hurt. Yeah. You know, a lot of people they don't want to open the Pandora's box, you yeah. know. They don't want to open the door because they're afraid of what they're going to see mm. and it's it's amplified when you're with people that you love or people that you care about because then it's yeah. real you know mm. then you you you're afraid you'll lose them you know the, yeah all True. the all the vulnerabilities all the fears yeah. begin to rise it's True. tough True. that's a reason well that's one of the few at least reasons. at least you're aware that's one of the reasons I'm scared. I'm like, he's going to judge me. And they're not going to look at me the same way. They're yes. not going to look at me the same way. They're going to be like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, like, he needs help. I'm like, I don't need help. You get me? I'm, you get me? Uh, I don't want you to feel sorry for me. Yeah. You get me? Because I don't need that. But I just need to like still be, just be like same old guy that I know from a long time ago. Don't, like, don't change now. And like, because of what I've told you, don't be like, oh my God, man. Like, no, don't, you get me? Yeah. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself too. Let's be the same person that we were back then. Like but that's all yourself. your own fears. Oh really? Yeah. Like yeah. I, you, I mean, I think it's understandable. It's not a judgment. But what I mean is, you know, well, first of all, they're probably gonna listen to this anyway. So you're fucked you're now. Fu <laughs> <laughs> like even no, what the but heck? no, but also what I mean is that that's the that's your own resistance talking. It's a survival yeah. mechanism, which served you well but then there's a time for the survival mechanism yeah and then there's a time for allowing yourself to heal a little bit yeah you know mm. and it can be difficult to know when is it safe and when is not safe yeah. and i remember reading something once but I, I can't remember where it was or what it was but it was talking about like wounded people you know people yeah. who've experienced trauma and they get confused between when is safe and when is not safe and often they allow themselves to be they're they're not vulnerable in situations that are safe and then they allow themselves to be vulnerable in situations that aren't safe now i'm not saying that's that's what's going on for yeah. you but what i am saying is that at times in a safe place to be vulnerable we're not because we're afraid you know yeah we're afraid we're protecting yeah yeah Possibly, but that's that's analysis. No, you're right. You're right. No, but it's analysis. I don't know how it plays out for you. I don't want to be giving you uh, bad information. No, you're, no. You're, 
you you're on your own journey <laughs> and you got a counselor and you're being open about it so i think that's great my counselor is weak she needs to be stronger sick of a seal of crying well, she's crying because she's <laughs> she's experiencing emotionally you know she needs to be i'm looking at her saying can i get a second opinion please she Cause. feels for you bro <laughs> yeah, she's a lovely lady by the way she lovely feels lady. for you <laughs> well thanks Iman. Yeah, well thank you for having me go bro. see Iman's shows and don't come up to me afterwards and be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. How could Des not cry? <laughs> <laughs> He's so hot. No, but you go see Iman. Iman's really funny. I mean, thank you for being really honest. And I, yeah, I think right. it's fantastic. But I also want people to know that despite all this horrible stuff that he experienced in his life, he's a, a very funny guy. He's got a good outlook on, you know, on Ireland. And, uh, you that know, it's a long. It must have been low. Sir, for hour, 40, so hour 41. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, bro. Don't worry, bro. Jeez. I'll cut out a bit. Yeah, please. I'll cut out all the bullshit at the beginning where you're trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're trying to hide. <laughs> I want the hurts. I want oh, the part where he cries and breaks down. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. Thank you, bro. Well, there you go. Thanks to Iman for being so honest it's uh it's a lot it was a lot that he had to deal with and I I, I, I wish him the best on his you know and well he's doing great you know I mean we didn't even, I, I didn't even get into get a chance not, not get a chance I just didn't feel like his comedy journey was was that important after all that you know but now that i sit here i just want to point out that you know iman's doing really well he's you know he's going over to the uk a lot and it's it's remarkable that he has survived and become like the guy that he is and you know i hope that he can succeed in comedy i mean i don't know if Success will bring him the things that he thinks it's going to bring him. But, you know, I do think that he'll be able, if he, if he, you know, if he progresses as he has been, he'll be able to use that experience in, in a way that's positive for him and I think in a way that's positive for other people. Particularly, as he said, in the African community where perhaps there's more stigma associated with mental illness. Um, so I do wish him the best in that. Uh, do add him on social media, which to my great, just just to my great embarrassment, I did not uh, ask him for his social media. So his Instagram is at Iman Idama, E-M-M-A-N-I-D-A-M-A, E-M-M-A-N-I-D-A-M-A. Follow him on Instagram. Send him some feedback. Let him know that you listened and that you care because he's more comfortable chatting to strangers. So maybe he'll uh, <laughs> maybe he'll give you an earful on what's going on in his life on that particular day. Um, and that's it. I mean, give us... Uh, it's great that we got the podcast going again, but we do need those reviews and subscriptions and you know, sending out the word that the podcast is back up and running. Um, 
obviously listen to The Shift if you're looking for something on a Tuesday. Um, watch The Late Late Tomorrow Night. Buy tickets to me and Mama in 2020. And uh, hopefully 2020 is going to be a big year. A few things going on. It'll be a number of months before I can say anything. But I got one little, one little thing that may be bubbling. But it's just like, it's so early in the process that it's like, not worth talking about, but I've had a little bit of a, you know, a little touch of a breakthrough with it last few weeks. And, uh, you know, all going well early in 2020, I'll know if that little breakthrough is going to be anything more. And if it becomes anything more, I'll let you guys know. But uh, something to do with a script that I wrote. Um, and that's it. Add me on Instagram at Bishop. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Des Bishop at Des Bishop on Twitter. I'm on TikTok, Des Bishop 5. Four fuckers got there before me. And my TikTok is lighting up. In fact, that's what those beeps are. Uh, that's what those beeps are uh, on my phone. And uh, I'm fucking exhausted. I could tell you about this fucking skiing story that happened to me yesterday but i won't bore you maybe i'll save it for another time but i seriously fucked up on the slopes and ended up like completely stranded down by a river took me 90 minutes to get out but i'll tell you about that another time i hope you enjoyed the podcast talk to you soon bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.